What's going on guys? Welcome to Everything Always. My name is Michael Roman. Now in an interview published exactly two weeks ago today with Entertainment Tonight, Giancarlo Esposito was asked specifically about involvement with the Marvel Universe and what he had to say was super interesting, being completely forthcoming that he didn't start the rumors but absolutely puts it out there all the time that Marvel would likely be the next step for him and we're going to break down what he said word for word but in a brand new report from industry insider and friend of the channel Mikey Sutton, apparently Marvel is interested as well and eyeing him to play one of the most important villains going forward in the future of the MCU. We're going to break down exactly what Esposito had to say in that interview with Entertainment Weekly, then read this brand new report by Mikey Sutton as far as what's going on at Marvel and their ideas for Esposito in the future, including playing the role of Doctor Doom. Like I said, we're going to break it all down, but first, if you could grab the subscribe button, we're giving away two PlayStation 4 Pros, as well as a whole slew of other Marvel-related stuff, including this insane one-fourth scale xm studios beta ray bill and our third infinity saga box set if you want to be entered to win all you have to do hit the subscribe button then hit the notification bell leave a like and a comment on this video and if you want stick around at the end of the video we'll get into all the giveaway stuff again there so this interview which you can easily source on entertainment tonight's website posted exactly two weeks ago was very very clear in talking about Giancarlo espinito joining the marvel cinematic universe and if the interviewer didn't pull any punches in the question he definitely didn't pull any in the answer. When asked about it, Esposito said this, while there's been all these rumors about being with Marvel, I want to work with those guys. I put it out there all the time. I haven't created any of those rumors, but I did years ago work with Luis D'Esposito, one of the guys over at Marvel back when he was doing Cotton Club and I was doing Cotton Club. He was the first AD that's assistant director. What they do is fantastic and I want to do something enduring with them. I think Marvel would likely be the next step for me. He then went on to talk about other roles he's hoping to do as well, but when he uses the word fantastic, we'll give him a pass and not read between the lines connecting that directly to the Fantastic Four and by extension Doctor Doom, but when he says something enduring, it's very easy to understand what that means. He'd rather sign up for something like Thanos than sign up for something like Killmonger. He wants to be the enduring villain, the one they build up to and fight against over a couple of phases, not the one that's killed in the very first movie in which he's introduced and that's where we find the industry insider report today from Mikey Sutton regarding Doctor Doom, Marvel Studios and how they feel about Giancarlo Espinito for the role. Mikey Sutton goes on to write, he is a walking tragedy, his face so distorted that it's covered by an iron mask which has become permanently attached to his flesh. The horror and majesty of Doctor Doom was missing from Fox's interpretations of the character, neither of which were well received by fans. Doom requires gravitas in the form of an award-winning actor that can pull off his powerful presence and high intelligence. As the Fantastic Four is in its infancy stage of development, ideas have now circulated as to who can possibly play Doom in the MCU. Recently, Express posted a spec piece offering Giancarlo Esposito would make a fine Doom, and there have actually been discussions, yet not with Esposito directly, at Marvel Studios about such a possibility. According to Sutton's source, Marvel Studios is envisioning Doom closer to OG Darth Vader, coming full circle as Vader was often viewed as being inspired by Doom since George Lucas was an avid comic book fan, especially Marvel since, let's not forget, Lucas produced Howard the Duck, 
the first movie about a Marvel Comics character. Doom in the MCU will be mysterious as they won't want his face shown before his accident. Now he goes on to say that they're going to keep the role very close to the comic book character and that he'll be in the mold of a Thanos or even a Killmonger where his worldview occupies the gray twilight zone between good and evil and of course as the dictator of Latveria, Doom will do everything to protect the people under his rule. Now taking a step back from both the contents of the Industry Insider Report and the interview and just thinking logically, there's really Really only so many villains that if Giancarlo Esposito actually wants to play an enduring role in the coming phases, he would fit. Maybe one of them is Norman Osborn and the other obviously is Doctor Doom, both of which are heavily rumored to be led to in Marvel's 4, 5, and 6th phase and also just makes sense for the character and the type of actor that he's been in the past. The other has been that he's already with Disney, obviously just being cast as the villain in The Mandalorian, the Star Wars television show, and that's actually where my final thought resides. Now you guys know, for the most part, having listened to a ton of my videos, I rarely offer my opinion, and if I do, it's right at the end and very light. I want this channel to be more of a reporting and letting you guys figure out your own opinions about it, but real quickly here, I sort of have to be a mouthpiece for everyone who might feel like me, and quite honestly, I do not want to see the same actors in Star Wars and Marvel. Obviously, they're both owned by Disney, but that's the problem. Disney loves to rehire the actors that they like working with, and the problem about these two franchises is that A, they've spawned some of the biggest fandom in the world, and there's huge overlap. These characters are so hard typecast, meaning once they take one of these iconic roles, and if they nail it, then they're that iconic role for life. You see that with Hugh Jackman in Wolverine. You're also seeing it now with Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man. I don't want to see Tony Stark as a Jedi, and for that matter, I'm sure you guys have seen the rumors. We haven't covered them here at the channel that Brie Larson could be up for a spot in Star Wars as Kevin Feige is taking up over there. I don't want to see Captain Marvel as a Jedi either. That's Captain Marvel. That's Iron Man. That's not a Jedi. I also would not like to see any of the Star Wars characters showing up in major roles in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're already a Star Wars character, and it, just for us as fans, we believe in these characters so much because we're so familiar with them. Like I said, if someone really nails it, then they're that character for life. If they start doing this where they're sharing all of the villains and heroes across the two universes, this is absolutely, in my opinion, going to devalue the work. More importantly, there are so many actors and actresses in Hollywood who need work and could kill these roles. Do we really have to give all of the top roles to the same four people? Look, Esposito is Doctor Doom after he's been in a small role on the Mandalorian TV show. Maybe they're going to split it that way. If you're on a TV series in one, you can do the silver screen in the other. Okay, I'm for it. But let's not make it a habit. Let's not get Brie Larson and Tony Stark and Chris Evans and while you're at it, Tom Holland all to team up in Star Wars Episode 15, The Return of the Endgame of the Sith or whatever the heck they're going to call it. Guys, let me know all your thoughts down below, including Esposito taking the role of Doctor Doom. Are you for it? And do you agree with me? They do not need to be sharing these major characters. Let me know all your thoughts and quickly let's get into the giveaway stuff before I let you go. We're still giving away two PlayStation 4 Pros, the next of which is at the 700,000 subscriber mark. A lot of you guys have asked, of course, we'll switch to the PlayStation 5, but with the delays to all of the stuff and technology this year, and as well as the limits and pre-order, we're not giving them away until we have them in hand. In the meantime, 
PlayStation 4 Pros, the next of which is at the 700,000 subscriber mark. If you want to be entered to win, all you have to do, hit the subscribe button, then hit the notification bell with notifications turned on, leave a like and a comment on this video, and that'll automatically enter you to win all the rest of the prizes here at the channel, like this insane one-fourth scale XM Studios Beta Ray Bill. Now, if you're not familiar with collectibles like these, this is not an action figure. At almost a full 30 inches or three feet tall, this is a museum quality sculpture of Beta Ray Bill shipped internationally from XM, which hold the licensing rights abroad to do crazy characters like this. We're also giving away our third Infinity Saga box set here at the channel. If you're not familiar with these, these were limited in 4,000 in pre-order last year, and as soon as they sold out, they absolutely skyrocketed in value on the secondary market. We've received the third one here at the channel. We will be giving it away at the end of this year in the holiday season. So if you want to be entered to win the PlayStations, the Infinity Saga box set, the Beta Ray Bill, or any of the future prizes we announce here at the channel, all the same rules will always apply. Hit the subscribe button, notification bell, leave a like and a comment on this video, and because it's truly random, the more videos you like and comment on, the better chance you have of winning. All winners will be announced at the end of the video the same way we're doing here, and if you've missed any of the previous winner announcements, no worries, all you have to do, scroll back through the channel, look for the winner announcement in the sub count in the title, click on that video and scroll to the end. My name is Michael Roman, this is Everything Always. Guys, thanks so much for checking out the channel and stick around. We'll be posting again real, real soon. Welcome back, everyone. It's Charlie. Happy Comic-Con week. This is going to be my Marvel Hellstrom trailer breakdown. I'll explain what's going on with the series. There's a bunch of Easter eggs in here and Doctor Strange, Ghost Rider stuff. So if you're new to the channel, there's still a bunch of Comic-Con videos that I haven't got to yet, a bunch of trailers and a bunch of really cool stuff. So be sure to subscribe to get all the videos. There's also more convention stuff that's going to be happening between Marvel and DC later this year, too. We'll do a new Amazon giveaway. All you have to do to enter is be a subscriber and let me know what you want them to do with the darker MCU characters like Ghost Rider in Marvel Phase 4. So if you have no idea what Hellstrom is or who the character is from the comics, what's going on with the TV show, this is sort of like the final TV show from Marvel Studios' older projects under Jeff Loeb completed just as Kevin Feige was starting to take over all the Marvel Phase 4 Avengers Disney Plus series. So this series is sort of a cross between Rosemary's Baby and the Omen series if Damien became a supernatural detective like John Constantine from the DC Universe. 
Hellstrom is the son of the MCU version of the devil in a human woman, which explains his powers. He was a member of Doctor Strange's Defenders team, the Midnight Suns, and he's a big Ghost Rider crossover character. The woman walking around with him in all this trailer footage is his sister. Her name is Satana. She's just like him, but they gave her a normal human name on the show, just shortening it to Anna. She has the same divine magical powers through her devil bloodline, though. Marvel's introducing Blade into the MCU Vampires Doctor Strange 2 Multiverse of Madness is going to be the first real MCU horror movie. They're doing a Moon Knight Disney Plus series, so Marvel is just doing a lot more darker supernatural characters heading into Marvel Phase 4. Kevin Feige said the reason why they waited this long to do characters like this in the MCU is just because they were looking for the appropriate in in Doctor Strange provided that in. The reason why this is on Hulu, though, is because of a special Ghost Rider Supernatural Marvel crossover event that they were going to build up to involving the Ghost Rider TV show that they had been developing for the last couple of years. It would have been like the next version of the Marvel Netflix Defenders team-up show with Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and Iron Fist all coming together. But this would have been all these different supernatural characters from the MCU, like Hellstrom and Ghost Rider, teaming up. It was going to be called Adventure into Fear. The reason they're doing it on Hulu and not Netflix or Disney Plus is because it would have been way too hardcore for Disney Plus. Religious themed horror just way too much for Disney Plus. Not super family friendly. And because Marvel ended its relationship with Netflix when they launched Disney Plus and bought Hulu, they just put it on Hulu. If you didn't know that, Disney owns all of Hulu now. So that's where they're putting all their hardcore content that they feel like isn't family friendly enough for Disney Plus. The Hellstrom TV show is just one of the few shows that survived the merger between Marvel TV and Marvel Studios when Kevin Feige took over all the TV shows. So pretty much all TV shows are coming from Marvel Studios now, even though you wouldn't know it to look at the trailer. They took a lot of the Marvel branding out of this trailer, weirdly enough. They canceled the Ghost Rider TV show with Gabriel Luna's Robbie Reyes version of Ghost Rider from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a little while ago. You probably heard about that. It would have been his version of the character from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. going on to his own series. Remember way back in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4 when he left at the end of the season through one of those portals that looked like one of Doctor Strange's portals, talking about going to an alternate dimension, this giant war that he was fighting in, this supernatural war? That would have all figured into what was happening with the Adventure Into Fear team-up series that they're going to do on Hulu. And the writer wants to send them both back to where they came from. I hope that means hell. Hell is relative. Dimensions, space, planets, it's, it's all connected. Plenty of them qualify as hell. The Earth is just one territory in a war that's been going on forever. But it sounds like their plans have changed, so all those characters will wind up showing up in the MCU, like we've been talking about an MCU version of Ghost Rider during Doctor Strange 2, so I'll address that in a second. But as they imply during the trailer footage, his mother was a human woman, this person here that seems like she's been driven mad. You can see the childhood family photo of them together with the devil's face scratched out. Remember, his father is the MCU version of the devil that looks like he just took human form to have this family. Prior to the series, it's just implied that he was banished back to hell at some point. And when they refer to their mother unleashing something on the world again in present day, and you start to see them reference their quote-unquote father... You see all this violence erupting, it's just them teasing the return of the devil. And it sounds like it's building up to a big event in the finale with him and his sister trying to lock the devil back in hell. There was a point a little while ago in the comics where Doctor Strange considered Hellstrom to take over as the next Sorcerer Supreme because his magical aptitude and innate divine power was so great. In that way, he's also kind of like the Legion character in that he has the potential for limitless power if he succumbs to his darker side. 
As you can see in the trailer, struggling with that dark side of himself is a big part of the series. His sister goes through the same thing too. She's just like him with the same types of powers. The dynamic between them gets super weird, but they're mostly partners. So it's just a darker religious themed Marvel series on the road to Blade in the MCU, Ghost Rider in the Moon Knight character. There'll obviously be more supernatural characters in the MCU. That's just the beginning. He would be a good candidate for a new Marvel Defenders or a Midnight Suns Blade team up in the MCU if they can ever get to that. But Kevin Feige hasn't really said what his larger plans are for the darker Marvel characters teaming up. I think we'll get a better hint of that in Doctor Strange 2 Multiverse of Madness with some teases for the other new characters like Moon Knight, Ghost Rider, that whole side of the MCU. The way that they explain his power is also a lot like magic from the X-Men, like you see magic in all the New Mutants trailers. Marvel classifies Hell as an alternate dimension that the MCU devil rules over, and when Hellstrom is in that dimension, he wields almost unlimited power. But while he's walking around on planet Earth, his abilities are just limited by his mortal form. It's just like magic being way more powerful when she's inside the limbo dimension rather than when she's just walking around on Earth. She's still powerful when she's walking around on Earth, but in limbo, she's way, way more powerful. I know there's a lot of questions about how this is connected to the MCU. Will this character show up in any Marvel movies or other series? The way they're treating it is kind of like the New Mutants movie because another group produced it, but they're releasing it through Marvel Studios. So for instance, the New Mutants movie, bunch of X-Men characters, it's a horror film, but because Kevin Feige didn't produce it himself, it's not technically connected to the MCU, it's only loosely connected, and the characters could always come back in future projects because now they own all the X-Men characters again. Right now, Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse of Madness is coming out March 2022. Sam Raimi, Mr. Spider-Man himself is directing. He's an awesome horror director. He also filmed a few giant comic book movies in the past you probably saw. Pizza time. At the Marvel Phase 4 Comic-Con panel, Benedict Cumberbatch said something interesting too about the general tone of Doctor Strange 2, given that they were talking about doing an MCU horror movie. I'm paraphrasing, but he said something like it was important for them not to forget the humor of the previous movie. And when you start talking about doing horror and comedy elements together, that's literally Sam Raimi's origin story. Obviously, the Hellstrom series is playing it way more serious, way more hardcore, but all those episodes will start releasing October 16th on Hulu. I probably won't do weekly episodes just because it feels like a smaller series, but I might do a video just to explain where they end things after the series is done. And just to be clear, this is being billed as a limited series, so there will not be a season two. Marvel also skipped Comic-Con mostly this year with all their big movie stuff. So if you wonder why there weren't any big Marvel movie trailers, that's why. They'll do their own separate special event for all the upcoming movies and start releasing trailers probably sometime late August or September. That's also when we're going to start seeing a bunch of the Falcon and Winter Soldier series on Disney+. Plus. It's supposed to start airing episodes in the fall, but that's a pretty general date range. It starts in September, but they could push it a little bit later if there are more delays. The Avengers WandaVision series is supposed to start releasing in December, but it'll directly cross over with Doctor Strange 2 Multiverse of Madness in a way that Falcon and Winter Soldier will not. There was a bunch more big Comic-Con stuff and Marvel stuff that dropped in the last couple of days. I'll try to do as many videos for that as I can. There was a really cool Marvel Wolverine documentary trailer. I'll probably do a video for that sometime tomorrow. So as long as you have alerts enabled for my channel, you should see all those videos when I post them. Leave all your video requests in the comments below and just everybody let me know what you think about Marvel doing darker supernatural character series. While you wait for everything, everyone click here for that brand new Justice League Snyder Cut trailer and click here for that Avengers WandaVision trailer video. 
Thank you so much for watching. Everyone stay safe. I'll see you guys tonight.